0: Welcome to the Produce Industry Podcast, your weekly download on current events, trends, market reports, and community discussions. Join us each week from Tampa, Florida, as we cover all aspects of the produce supply chain industry. Ladies and gentlemen, here's your host, Patrick Kelly. Hey, Produce people, welcome back. I'm your host, Patrick Kelly. As always, I am honored to be here, coming to you live from Tampa, Florida. Today is January 10th, 2022, and that's right, second Monday of the year. And again, we are going to zippity-doo-dah, zippity-day right out of 2022, I guarantee everyone. A couple announcements before we get started, everyone. January 19th, that's right, next week, we have our virtual networking hour, hosted by the Produce Industry Podcast, sponsored by Buck Naked Onions, and he Produce, everyone. That's January 19th, 2022, 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. Let's not forget, every Friday on the Produce Industry Show on YouTube, we release a new video. So check out last week's video. We had a Whole Foods Produce Shopping with Dan the Produce Man right here in Tampa, Florida. Next, let's get ready for GOPEX at the end of the month, January 31st through February 2nd down in Hollywood, Florida at the Hollywood Hard Rock Casino. Catch Dan the Produce Man live at the show if you want to catch an interview or just hang out, eat some produce. Now for our featured guest of the day, we have Shay Myers of Buck Naked Onions and Hawaii Produce, everyone. Guess what? The agripreneur, the TikToker, the innovator let's welcome Shay Myers to the show as we just have an open conversation and kick off 2022 with a bang. I've been getting to know Shay over the years and guess what? I'm starting to realize how much this guy loves produce everyone and it's starting to be fun because guess what? We're learning from each other. So let's grow this industry together and welcome Shay Myers. Hey, Shay, welcome back to the show, man. It's great to be here. Thanks for having me. Listen, man, another year has gone. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. It's uh, 2020 and 2021, I would say, were some interesting years. 2020 for me, I, I think, was a lot better than 2021.
1: Um, but everybody kept calling 2021 Groundhog Day, man. Have you heard that yet? It kind of makes sense, I guess. No, I haven't heard. I mean, I, I guess I've heard the reference, but uh, I'm not sure I'd have the same mindset. But I would agree that 2020 was seemed better than 21, at least especially in, in the industry. I mean, listen,
0: Bill Murray, you know, sitting there trying to find that groundhog day after day, kind of feels like us selling produce day after day, Uh, Markets shifting and crazy things happening, weather situations, all the normal stuff, but then, you know, add the whole COVID protocols and all that fun stuff on top of it, right, man? I mean, let's be real here. It's been a bit of crazy two years. Now, the question is, what's in store for 2022 though, man? I mean, it's an even year. Um, I posted the other day, Shay, I mean, you should have commented, like if you looked up your, I think it was your 22nd birthday. Oh, yeah what your song was on your 22nd birthday, and that's gonna be how your year was. Mine was Rihanna and Jay-Z Umbrella, man. And, and I'm like, that's all right, I'll take it. Like, let's do this together,
1: right, man? And absolutely. I, I haven't. I, I actually looked up the song, but I can't remember what it was, uh, but- uh... Hey,
0: at least you looked it up, so now you know. I had people like that were texting me were like, no way, man, I'm not posting my song, I can't do it. And then I had some that posted and were like, Michael Jackson, Man in the Mirror, and then someone like responded to me was like, wow, taking this to heart and i was like all right all right i like that like get some people thinking but uh listen you know we could talk like this back and forth forever right and that's what that's what this show is about good produce people with dynamite content um but let's talk about buck naked onions for a second man i mean buck naked onions became a sponsor of the produce industry podcast everyone so the buck naked onions brand by owyhee produce is sponsoring the Friday segment, who has brought on Dan bacon, Dan, the produce man. And that's where you have seen these Friday shows. And also everyone that buck naked onion um, that's been being chased down uh, for the last six months. So gee, I appreciate one, you just coming on the show, man, and, and then being a sponsor of the podcast and, you know, producing dynamite content for, you know, produce people and consumers out there listening.
1: Yeah, it's been great to be on. It's been great to be a sponsor. I mean, that our industry is a great industry, right? There's a lot of people that uh, we, we can, well, we, there's, we can learn from so many, from each other in such a great way, right? We, we don't take advantage of that. We don't realize what other people outside of, you know, for me, outside of onions, what, you know, your perspective might mean for me and maybe mine for you. Well, we talked about that
0: in 2020. I said, you know, what the heck does oranges have to do with onions? Well, it depends. If you're throwing onions away, that could affect the orange market, right? I mean, uh, we, 100%, we can all learn from each other. We can all figure out, um, what supply markets are doing. And, and that's what's kind of cool about it. And I think that's what's so cool about the podcast. And I was talking about this. It's it's not just a podcast. It's not just a marketing tool, but it is a community, right? It's building a, a produce community of like-minded people, not just professionals, but even the people that consume produce every single day, right? Which is us, don't get me wrong, but there's a lot of other people that consume produce, produce outside of the people that work in produce. So- I think that's yeah, what's not about. Much about it, generally, it. right?
1: They they don't there's a lot that they don't know, and there's a lot that <laughs> they're actually interested. I'm surprised when I look at other people in the industry and the content that create. I can't remember if I was watch. Oh, it was oranges the other day. You'll you appreciate this. Ooh, um, it was it was the the two harvests per tree on oranges. Lighten me on this. So you like they, they both set at different times. Is that what happens? There's like the different blooms. There's two sets on the tree at any given point, right? So you got the the set that you're going in to harvest that's ripe. And then there's there's another set that's still green?
0: It can be, yeah. And depending on how the crop is, they'll come in, they'll color pick. And then, yeah. And then some of them, they might even pick green and then gas them. So you're 100% right. Interesting. Yeah, that was something new that I learned
1: Yeah, you know, from watching stuff on LinkedIn.
0: Right? I mean, think about it. Like People are size picking, they're grade picking, right? I mean, it just depends on that grower's technique. And, and I think that's where the consumer gets interested. And something was so funny... Dude, I I told someone the other day, they were like, what do you do for a living? And I was like, I sell citrus. And they were like, what do you mean? I'm like, yeah, I sell citrus. And they're like, so why is it like so much money to buy a bag of citrus in the store? And I said, what do you mean? He's like, well, a couple of years ago, it was only like, you know, $3.99 or $4.99. Now it's like $8.99. I said, hey, farmers got to get paid, right? And he goes, what do you mean? I said, see that corrugated box behind you? He goes, yeah, I go, that cost went up. I said, you know the netting in the bag? I go, that cost went up. And he was just like, really? I said, so the choice is you could pay the farmer nothing. I go, we lose money. I said, the person that's supposed to be feeding you and your family, I said, or you guys pay $8.99. I go, because your minimum wage is $15 to $18. And the guy was like, right on, man. Didn't know that. Like he was it was straight up, Shay. He was, like, man, he was cool. like, he was like, got it. He's like, no, it makes perfect sense. It wasn't like him complaining. It wasn't like, oh, what well, was me? He was just like. I didn't know that. I know it now. Like, that's crazy, man. All right. I'm going to go back yeah, and I'm a, buy a I'm bag a, of
1: oranges. I'm a true believer. Like if you, if you if you want to get paid more, you have to tell people why they should pay you more. If you, if you don't explain to people, you know, why your product is better or why you know, your product costs what it does or what the input costs are in that they're never going to pay you more. Cause they're like, Hey, I've always paid, uh, you know, 79 cents a pound for onions. Like my whole life. That's what I paid 79 cents a pound. Well, yep. 79 cents a pound, I mean, first of all, yeah, you've paid that close to that for the last 10 years, probably, but the costs go up, the costs go up and and, and not only do the costs go up, the the, the politics, you know, you said minimum wage, um, you know, you've got Shouldn't environmental, be. food safety, all the things that are associated with that and the implications that those decisions that we as consumers and as voters are, are, you know, voting for, and I don't mean just voting, like with our dollar, because we certainly do that, too. But when you 100%, you're, you're, you're literally voting, you know, when you vote someone into office, and their position is that, you know, x, y, or z, you can be on whatever side you want. But like, you know, carbon emissions is a great example of that, like what we have is in an additional cost, because in this country, we're trying to reduce our carbon footprint. Well, that means it's going to cost more for us to do what we do. And if I don't tell more. you why and how it impacts us, then you're never going to pay me more, you're just going to be like, what the freak, man? Why are you charging me so much?
0: Well, that's all these specialty stores, right? I mean, think of all the specialty stores that are out there and you go into them. I mean, let's talk about Earth Fair. There's one right down the street from me in Seminole and I've been in it. It's all the packaging is so much different, right? Compared to a conventional Publix, which I have a quarter mile down, down the street. And they do. They, they charge a little bit more for their product, Shay. And, and what are you going to do? I mean, but they they show you what they're, they're doing. They tell you this is sustainable packaging right? This is what you're doing for the environment. Like, like you just said, they're, they're telling that story and they're telling why they're going to charge you more. And, and I think that's everywhere, man. And as times are changing, right? All of you out there that are li- listening, you're either a consumer or you're e- either in the industry and you're probably thinking to yourself like, yeah, everything's going up. Costs are going up. You know, it's always funny. Um, back when I was a kid, I, I think I started off my first job at like $4.75 an hour and like my manager made like, I think 12 to $14 an hour. And like, they made a living off that, Shay. And now it's like people today are like, yeah, 75 grand is not minimum wage. And it's like, yeah, I agree. It's crazy. So it's crazy. I know crazy. everything's and going just, up. Just, everything's costing more money, right? Absolutely. But- And, I, and where's the end? Yeah. On so another note why, though, right? Yeah, I mean, think about it though. Is Fresh produce is the goal, right? The, the goal is fresh produce consumption. So as long as we can- Obviously, stay competitive from the competitors out there, right? The the bimbos of the world, um, the 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 bakeries, the other bakeries. I don't know any other bakeries. Help me out if you know any. other. Yeah, like, I You know what I mean? That's the goal. Yeah, who, who does Wonder Bread? Who does that, that anymore? Hostess. Was, hostess. I, oh, Hostess. Okay. Are they not
1: owned by Bimbo? I just figured like Bimbo. Well, no, I think like, they are now, actually. That, now that's are. what
0: I'm saying. So, you, I mean, yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, Brent and I were talking about Brett Aaron. Were, yeah, we would love Pop-Tarts. We'd love a good snack cake every once in a while. but. Yeah. The goal is, is, uh, fresh produce. I mean, is it for the long run? Right. So
1: for the long run, it's the best thing we could be eating. It's something we need to consume more. I mean, if you look at, you know, the, 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 latest research, not to go back to COVID for a second, but I mean, like you look at the latest research, the reasons, some of the fatalities are the highest in our country versus, you know, as a developed, you know, great medical system type of country, we got some of the highest fatality rates they're They're tying it all back to obesity because we have, you know, we don't eat that well, you know, we're not oh. that healthy. You
0: do, do you follow uh, Mark Samuel on uh, LinkedIn? I don't. At least not that I know of off the top of my head. I want organics. Mm-hmm. We, inter- we interviewed him. The dude's a beast, man. Like, he's awesome. Like, you, you got to follow him. And uh, he's jacked too, bro. He works out. But he's all about healthy living, man. And that's what he promotes. And he's all about that. I mean, you you brought up COVID. But he's like, we need to stop stop talking about COVID. And start talking about like mental health, physical health, like realize that obesity is a problem. Like, you know, what's so funny is that people will so quickly or so quick to judge someone like you and I that are six foot one, 165 pounds, like soaking wet. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. Yeah. And they'll tell us, oh, you need to eat more. You need I to weigh eat 170,
1: more. by the way. I weigh yeah, 170.
0: We'll <laughs> 170 you're right that's only because it's the holiday season everyone and he hasn't shed off his holiday weight so okay, that's yeah, the so. only reason he's 170 he's you know um but you, you agree though like there's so much promoting like oh you should eat more you should be filled you're, like i can't tell you how many times that i do not finish my plate and people are like what you're not hungry and i'm like no i'm full like <laughs> like no like i don't want to eat anymore and, and this you know mark just He's got a great product. He's got like protein snacks, Shea. Um, He's developed his own product in the Central Valley from, you know, products in, in Canada and other uh, areas that come in like proteins, you know, beans and things like that. Mm-hmm. And he processes right there in the Central Valley of California. But again, the guy's always talking about like, you know, promoting good health, eating, eating good. I mean, that's what's going to really sustain you. And when you do get sick, all those nutrients that are inside your body, they help fight all the bad germs. People don't understand right.
1: that, right? Yeah, maybe extend your life in gen general, right? Get another 10 years if you start. Like, that's one thing I'm lousy at, right? Is um, making sure that I don't get stuck behind my desk or get too busy and live on caffeine for the day, right?
0: Hey, man, I had my wife pick me up Starbucks later. So it, 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 it happens, man. It is what it is. Um, but listen, look, we're gonna take a quick break hear from our sponsors, okay? And then we're gonna talk a little bit more about Buck Naked Onions, okay? And uh, what you've been doing on TikTok and uh, where people can follow you and find and uh, really help support your mission. Great, sounds good. What's even more convenient than having fresh cut apple slices ready to snack on? Having them delivered to your doorstep. Arctic apple varieties are now included in flavor wave boxes in the Los Angeles area. Plus, subscribers can scan a special QR code for their chance to win an Arctic apple prize pack. Discover a wave of freshly picked flavor when you crunch into an Arctic golden or an Arctic granny
1: fresh slice.
0: Are you ready to enhance your skills? Every day we are tasked to make fast, effective decisions to keep up with the fast-paced produce industry. At AgTools, we take the pressure off of gathering data to help make your day easier and more enjoyable. Connecting the supply chain with AgTools is a unique, practical, and easy. Ag tools can be used from multiple angles of the produce industry, from farmers all the way to logistics companies. We call that 360 degree decision making day after day. Visit www.ag.tools.com to gain more reliable and relevant data to see more, achieve more. And now, back to our show. Welcome back to the Produce Industry Podcast, everyone. It's always great to hear from our sponsors. Especially, if you have a sponsor on the line. I know it's taken almost six months, and it's taken a little bit of poor planning on my part and a couple text messages to get Shay on. Um, but listen, if you're in the produce and supply chain industry as a grower, it is a lot of work. Shay does not just sit behind the desk. He sometimes sits behind a tractor, behind the camera, behind a forklift. Behind a baler, I mean, it, I can name it. So Shay, welcome back to the show, man. Yeah, glad
1: glad to be here again.
0: You're like I'm, you're like I'm behind a baler right now. No, I'm just yeah, kidding. No, yeah, <laughs> right. It's like you're you're in front of it. One it thing that mean- I haven't
1: driven, I have not driven a baler. We don't we've never done hay, but you know, like and certainly behind a tractor, a forklift. You know, we all try and avoid that, but if you got to do it. You got to do it, right? Mm-hmm. The truck shows up. It's after hours. Whatever the case is, that's uh, that's probably one of uh, I don't know why, if I want to call it a. St- strength but certainly a a depth of knowledge that i have because i've kind of done everything right growing up i was gonna say it's a skill man.
0: you you have to do it you know what's funny is chavez mike chavez with golden star citrus you know mike and Uh it's it's funny because mike will always be on the forklift and and i if i'm there i i I grab pictures of it just so i can send to him later and and be like this is the moment when you knew like (laughs) you messed up like you know what i mean when you're when when you guys are on the forklifts and i've done it too trust me um, you know, it's, it's like I said, it's, it's a moment where you're like, all right, we got to get this done. Something's, something's out of the ordinary or you're just like, you know what? I got to get back on a fork. I have to make sure I can still do this, you know? Um, but man, I'll tell you what, it's, it's good to see. As I tell, I told someone the other day, um, you know, I was, oh, Hey, I was going to talk to Shay, you know, here. And, there. and they're like, Oh, really? I said, man, the guy's an agripreneur. I said, one of the best ones out there. And, and that's what I respect about you, man, is that you do, you're, you're either in the fields, you're in the pack analysis and, you're on the front line, and I think that's what leadership's about. It's about servant leadership. Um, it's what I practice, and I think that's cool, man. So um, I appreciate you. I still learn from you every day, man. Well, thank you.
1: I appreciate it. I I, I like what I do most of the ah, time. I know
0: you, you can. Yeah, you can tell. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, most of the time. But most let's speak time. about this real quick. So you got um uh you got the signage in the background that we see. It's got the Shea Farm Kid hat. Let's talk about the hats for a second. So I was on the website. You got this new leather like stamp, like it's almost like a branded. Yeah. Look at that. When did you start making the new hats, man? Cause I got the yeah. old
1: school hats. Yeah. 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 The, we pro- probably about a year ago actually is when we started with the new style. Yeah. We just change it up. You got to do something different. You got to do the cool stuff. Right.
0: Oh man. I- I'm with you. I'm with the flat build hats. I've-, I've been in the flat and I wear my hats backwards a lot. As you've seen, you've seen me, you know, out in uh, public. I-, I wear backwards hats.
1: Um, I look like a truck I'm not cool driver. enough to do that I'm not cool I, enough. I look like a that. truck really driver
0: nice. man my wife tells me all the time she's like you look like a truck driver and it's probably the beard a lot of times um but I look like a truck driver she says when I have a regular hat on she said I don't look like a I don't look right anymore with, with a regular <laughs> hat on and I'm like so backwards hats it is flat build hats and I only have like 30 of them so you know I <laughs>
1: i guess yeah, so that's the problem i have too many yeah my, my wife's like you don't need another hat Shay. Well, when i travel i travel with my produce hats too so
0: but no i think it's cool uh, also too if you want to check out some of the hats oahiproduce.com you can check out you can buy some of those hats as well we've also given some of those hats away on the show you never know there might be a couple more giveaways we just did an equifruit giveaway for some uh cool fair trade banana swag so um Keep that up, man. I think that I think the hats are cool. I think that as I see mostly on, on LinkedIn and other channels, people are always hitting you up. Get me a hat. Well, guess what? Link's gonna be in the comments, everybody. You there, can buy you a hat right here and maybe win one. Support Shay, uh, for sure. But <laughs> hey, more than that, man, let's talk buck naked onions for a second, man. I mean, I, I'm getting used to the brand, starting to um try to find it. I've told you before, right down the street, I got a Publix and I've I've been able to find your Colossus onions, um, but uh-huh. I have not been able to find the Buck Naked onions. So, if if consumers are out there listening, can you tell them a little about this Buck Naked brand and you know where to find them
1: and what this onions about? Yeah, so the Buck Naked brands really uh, has more to do with the uh, you know with the whole peeled onion. So you're going to see it more in a restaurant or with processors that are making soups or salsas or you know things like that. And and for us, I mean, the path to to buck naked onion was really one out of necessity, right? I mean, we, we all look at food waste and we look at the challenges in the industry and we have to maximize the returns to our farming operations. And I, uh, I was like, you know, what, there's, there's too much waste here. And, and this is a perfectly good onion it, just because it's got a little bit of stain here or a, you know, a little mechanical cut there. And so to be able to take um, something that, that's you know imperfect, at least aesthetically imperfect, and turn it into something that's completely usable is has been really cool And the other thing that's the the timing is really really good i mean if you look at what the labor challenges are you alluded to that earlier when you're talking about you know minimum wage you know, anywhere between 15 and 18 bucks an hour and and more every time we turn around uh, and only going to get higher you know i mean the the, the labor challenges that we're facing today they tell us are, are going to be there for you know half a decade to a decade as the baby boomers retire and there's pressure to move up within the industry if you are or within within your existing industry or career so we're, we're this isn't going away so i mean to have uh, the ability to provide a customer with something that i think in a lot of times this this is not off subject but i a lot of people in the back of the restaurant don't realize the extra savings they look at a whole field and you're like oh crap that's uh, 50 cents a pound right maybe you know versus 25 cents um but the difference is, is it's 100 percent usable you know you, you take a uh, a regular onion. I, I hopefully I'm not cannibalizing my own sales here, but this it's just the reality. <laughs> you take a you take the colossal onion and you bring it home and you, uh, or or at the back of the restaurant, especially you top tail it and you take the the skin off the outside and you're going to lose twenty five percent of the usable you know volume, uh, or weight of that onion. So you paid to ship that onion all the way across the country, Like right? If we're talking about Florida, right, maybe fourteen thousand dollars, ten, twelve, fourteen thousand dollars in today's market. Um, and you've actually got to add, uh, 30% or take 30% off of the, uh, the, uh, well, add 30% to the cost because of the fact that you are going to throw that much more away. So if you got 25 cents add 30% to that, and now you're at a more comparable number. So it, if you, if you can take something like a whole peeled onion or, or who knows what else is out there, I'm sure there's lots of further processed items that will still work for fresh. They're, they're not near as expensive as you think they are. They're a lot no, cheaper than you think they are.
0: Watermelons is one of them. I mean that that's one of them that goes into fresh cut that I learned so much about the year speaking of it. It's like you can get a whole watermelon or even a mini watermelon and put it in the process center, chop that in half, right? And take eight ounces out of it, still have half a watermelon, sell that cup for 8.99. Like yeah. wrap the other half up, sell the other half for 8.99. Like you got to you just sold a 16 to 17 dollar watermelon that was traditionally going to go for maybe what Four ninety nine or five ninety nine or yeah, what, yeah. You know what I mean. I mean, so you're a hundred percent right. I always wish, you know, it's so hard to do that with citrus, man. I, you know, fresh cut with citrus. As soon as you make that peel, man, that citrus starts breaking down. So it's so hard with fresh cut with citrus unless, you know, you put uh, some of those chemicals in it, which I've sold to some of those processing centers that, that that do that. But but I agree, man. I mean, that's what it's about. It's about finding those niches in the supply chain right i mean look at the wicked sweet you know onion too i mean love that one as well another great brand you know that's out there that you're like wait a minute so i can just bite into this thing and remember i did you know on my youtube channel yeah oh, yeah. yeah yeah no dude we, i we, had we, my I... niece like my niece was like i don't like onions i'm like just bite into it and she didn't dude. it i'm just like she's like oh my god i thought i was gonna be you know like f- you know crying flaming like hot, an onion it might yeah be. so um That's crazy. So you know what I mean? So I think it's cool, man. I think that that's what you have to do uh, to be innovative. It just sucks though, that, you know, there are times that we do, you know, as growers, packers, shippers, you know, you throw away fruit. I mean, sometimes I even look at the bins out back that, you know, we sell to juice. And then you look at the bins that you have for coals, you know what I mean? You know, we're always, always throwing away fruit and people don't realize they're like, you know, I saw that video uh, that you shared. They're like, Oh, these people reached out to me and they're, they're helping Shea Myers, write That video that was the, uh, the food bank, getting you connected with food banks. But a lot of times, and I know this as being in the industry, we know all the food banks. You know, we know who's taking the produce. It's just if they want to take it and if they want to send bins or if they want to send trucks and how to collectively do that. And you and I both know, and I know this even more with citrus, no one's taken 40 extra loads of citrus into a food bank. I mean, exactly. even during exactly. even during when we were donating to United Healthcare and uh, a couple more down in LA, I, I apologize, I forget the names. Uh, during COVID, they were taking like ten bins a week. Like that's ten bins times eight hundred pounds. That's that's a lot of fruit, man. So I mean, all the food banks can't take the 40 million pounds of you know what I mean of of, of yeah industry food.
1: wide I mean the the, the byproduct is it's, Too it's overwhelming I mean in our area there's there's a home for almost everything because it's such a mature yes. industry we've grown onions here for you know 70 80 years even more but I mean for 50 years plus and so that the industry has sorry the infrastructure around the byproduct has has developed over that period of time but there's still still millions and millions of pounds I mean out of a billion pounds, there's millions of pounds of waste. So oh, just, 100%. It's just a natural um, part of, of what we do. I mean, and we, we certainly, I mean, waste is, a, is, is expensive, right? So we minimize that to the, the, the absolute extent that we can, but it's just reality because there's so many pounds coming over any given packing line on any given day. And if it's only 1%, if it's only half of 1%, you're still talking about a lot of volume.
0: Oh, well, even at the house. I mean, even how much do you throw away oh, at the yeah. house when you, yeah, when I think you about cut your up- house? Right. You cut up avocados and and you and I I both
1: know they're too freaking expensive, but they they
0: brown in two seconds. Like they're like, all of a sudden you get it and all, you know, and all of a sudden it's like, boom, done. And, and I agree. It's like, even at home or when you buy like the fresh onion, like what you just said, like when I buy that fresh cut, it's got the onions in it. It's got the different layers on it and you let it sit for too long because you're only using a little bit each time. And all of a sudden it gets a thick, like juicy water at the bottom. And you're like, I can't, can't." (laughs) you're like, I can't use this. It does. It it happens all the time, but you know what? Um, People, we just gotta be eating more. I mean, like I I just posted a recipe Shay last week um, with uh, roasted green beans and Florida starburst pomelos with walnuts. Never even thought the taste of that until finally, you know, love right? Pomelos.
1: You're saying pomelos. I love pomelos. You're you're cooked a pomelo.
0: No, no, no. Roasted green beans. Okay. Okay topped with florida starburst pomelos with walnuts on top
1: so am i pronouncing wrong it's not a pomelo it's pomelo
0: i call it I a mean, pomelo. you're the citrus guy listen i call it a pomelo okay a you pomelo is it. that like
1: this i mean it's like the humongous like grapefruit like thing yeah it, well yeah it's, i've it's, been it's, saying it wrong my whole freaking life i mean you
0: could spell it or you've been M-E-L-O. saying it wrong. oh i listen i've called it a pomelo as long as i've been around and I've never heard one person correct me unless they're like, this guy's an idiot. Like, you know what I mean? I've never heard someone say it's a pomelo, mellow. Um, but a pomelo is like I said, you could spell it different ways. P-U-M-M-E-L-O. Or you can spell it pomelo, which is P-O-M-E-L-O. And California spells it P-O-M. And Florida will spell it P-U. Like a pomelo. But right. keep in mind, just like maybe some of your onions, if they're not proprietary... The Florida Starburst Pumelo is a proprietary seed by Noble Citrus, the Roe family. So it's going to be spelled differently. It's going to be a whole different type okay. of, of product. You know what I'm saying? That makes sense. But
1: that sounds good though.
0: Have you ever tried the Florida Starburst Pumelo? I don't
1: think I have. Oh, man. I mean, I, I just, I don't even know. I don't even know. Yeah, okay, Wait a listen. second. I have seen that. Hold on. I have. You've had Because to. at the shows, they cut them in half and you get to, you get to see the starburst on the That's inside. Star that star on the inside. Yeah. Well,
0: you got to check out as much as you know, I watch your YouTube, you need to check out my YouTube channel. I actually tried the Starburst Pumelo for the first time on my YouTube channel. And dude, it was it was actually pretty good. And then I actually went and saw it packed. They hand pack all of them. It's either a six, seven, or eight count. They just pack all of them by hand and they wash and wax through the line, but everything gets packed by hand. A lot of labor gets into it. I did a video of their pack line as well. Yeah. Imagine like it's, it's definitely, uh, uh, it's, uh, they can do it. There you go, man. It's a, it's a lot of, it's a lot of work for them, uh, to do so, but you got to try it. I mean, you, you definitely, if you haven't seen that recipe, uh, but those are things that I never would have tried before, but now it's like, all right, uh, I'm going to try this. If I like it, it might be a staple item that I prepare, you know, heck, having shea over for dinner maybe i'll do it you know what i mean but it gives you an opportunity uh, to use more items instead of going hey let's make chicken parmesan and we know we're gonna need some garlic and we know we're gonna need some feta cheese no let's start trying something new right that's my new year's resolution every year is try something new which is a couple years ago i didn't try dragon fruit i tried it then i started trying different the pears i'm trying new things and i'm trying to figure out what's going to fit into my new round of apples onions potatoes right let me throw something new in the cart, right shay absolutely that's how we're gonna win just so you know that's that's how we're gonna win that's how i feel like we're winning when people getting people to try new stuff why not i still haven't tried jackfruit because i'm afraid man i'm like i don't know
1: yeah i've I've tried it my wife likes it but i can't i can't do it i can't do it no it's just like people you need to try it though come on don't be a pansy
0: it's like putting like mustard on. on. Remember people doing that mustard challenge on your water? I did it. I did it. it I know good. you did. I watched it. And I still, to this day, won't do it because I hate mustard. I, they, that's like someone saying, putting mayonnaise on it. Ugh. Ugh. Oh,
1: no, no, like, I got you there. I wouldn't have no, no mayonnaise on there, but I like mayo. So just saying. But I'm just saying, I, I just couldn't, I
0: couldn't do that. That would literally kill me. I'd be like, no freaking thank you. I can't do it. So, well, listen, man, I appreciate you coming on the show today it's listen we're only our second week in january uh, i'm gonna say it you know it we're probably gonna go at lightning speed again next thing you know it's gonna be march it's gonna be all of a sudden we'll the trade shows will be in it'll the new the ifpa is gonna be this year so new trade show cross our fingers like there's so much going on that i, I think we're i think this year is gonna be a. I think it's gonna be a great year i mean right um I
1: think we're still keeping our head above water. It's gonna be a challenging year. If you ask me, it's gonna be there's the, the challenges haven't gone away. You throw these these inflation numbers in there. And and not to rain on the parade here. I mean, I think I think the opportunities are big. Yes. I think the challenge, the challenge is also big. And I, I the wins are, you know, like there's nothing like having a win that makes you feel, you know, like you like makes you feel good, right? You need those wins, but wow, it's gonna be hard. It's gonna be challenging. It's gonna be there's gonna be some big winners and some big losers. And we'll no, see. No, I, I agree with way. you. I
0: think that there's going to be a lot all over the board. And you know what? I got to back up for two seconds. You know, we're not done, everybody, because I got to talk about this little statement that you stated, which was, you know, the boomers. People, if you know me, I'm like an advocate for like growing and thriving with the next generation. We're still talking about boomers and we're going to be talking about boomers for the next 10 years. Boomers age between, you know, probably the age of 60 and 80. And there's a lot of boomers that own these organizations or still are in charge. And it's interesting because we got to think about this, everybody, is change is a good thing. And I promote this all the time. So as we look to move forward and we look to whether it's overhaul our company, you are the future. The future is now. Whether you're a boomer, whether you're a millennial, start to look at your company as change and make the right decisions for the future. That's what I got to say. You brought up the boomer comment and I still see so many boomers that are just, they're They're letting go, but they're not letting go enough. And I think that as they start to prepare for the future, the only thing it's going to do is make their company become more prosperous when they head out the door. thousand percent. I agree. I agree that the the change is going to be dramatic. A hundred percent. It's going to be dramatic if they don't start now. So everyone, listen, got to follow Shay. Check him out on TikTok. 377,000 followers. Almost every video he posts will get. At least three to up to three hundred thousand views, so you know his followers are there. He's on Instagram at Shay Farm Kid again, twenty two thousand on that. Proud of you, man. I'm really happy to see you growing in the way you are. We're all not right. going to talk about his Twitter. It's it's a little shameful, but listen, we're all hey. doing better on Twitter, okay, Shay? Listen, I okay, suck right. at Twitter, so we're gonna get there on Twitter. Uh, but guys, you got to check him out. Uh, follow them on all, and the best one, I, as I tell you, it's great seeing all the the short content on TikTok and Instagram. So everyone, make sure you get on. Follow Shay. Um, Shay, any shout outs you want to give out right now, buddy?
1: No, I just, uh, I, I guess, just just for all of us in the industry. I think we're, if if I speak for myself and I and and the people that I talk to in the industry, I think everyone's really, we've all been going hard. We've all been, uh, we're all tired, and, and uh, but we we we're all an important part of you know, the, the, the world that we exist in. And I think we're very fortunate to play that critical role to, you know, to still be able to share a meal with every single, you know, man, woman, and child uh, in the country, if not the world, in one way or another with our own little piece of, uh, of uh, contribution, you know, whether we're in sales or cooking or uh, a farmer or a, a packer or a shed operator. And uh, if, we can, uh, if we can remember that and remember that about, you know, what we do, uh, you know, I, I think we can find some additional purpose in, in, in our efforts.
0: Well, I appreciate that, Shay. And I think everybody appreciates that. And listen, if you're a consumer out there and you even want to meet Shay, uh, we've got a lot of cool events coming up in the near future uh, where Shay and his team are going to come on the podcast. We're going to be live doing live sessions on LinkedIn. And we're even going to have virtual networking hours, everyone. Um, and guess what? Come on, check it out. Get on our LinkedIn channel, the Produce Industry Podcast. Find out where to find these links and join us each month. So Shay, we'll see you in the fields and on the horizon, man. Yeah, I'll see you later. You've been listening to the Produce Industry Podcast with Patrick Kelly. Be sure to subscribe on iTunes or Anchor to get new, fresh weekly episodes. For more, please follow us on Instagram and Facebook at The Produce Industry Podcast. Until next time, see you in the fields or on the horizon.